0: Welcome to the Right Club podcast, where the focus is on helping you, the real estate investor, advance to the next level. And now let's join this week's hosts and share ways for you to customize your life.
1: Hello, Right Club nation. This is Danielle St. Jean, one of the co-founders. Before we get started, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Have you checked out The Rock yet? What's the rock? Well, it's the Right Club online community, a place where you can go to find your real estate investing and business answers and network with like-minded people. We have interactive forums, all the podcast episodes, and hours of videos with a wide range of real estate investing training and education and much more. It's free to join, so be sure to come grow with us at therightclub.com. Now, on with the podcast. Hey, Right Club Nation, it's Sarah Larby here, and welcome to this podcast episode. Recently, we've had a special national webinar event related to the numerous federal budget announcements about real estate and brought together a number of experts to offer their thoughts on what this can mean to you. In this episode, Alfonso Salemi interviews Christopher Hummel- And he is a not only a real estate investor, also a realtor. And uh, we talk about what is happening in the market today. I'm sure you're going to find this very insightful and helpful to your real estate investing business. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast. Here is the episode.
2: Next, we have Christopher Hummel from Smart Choice Realty. Budget interpretation from the real estate side of things. Christopher uh, is a full-time investor and a full-time real estate agent working with some of the best in the industry, winning several real estate awards, and being profiled in several real estate investment magazines and articles. So welcome, Christopher. We're excited to have you on and to share your knowledge from, from the real estate market. So, you know, like everybody's talking about it, it's a crazy market. I swear, if I get a dollar every time that I heard it's a crazy market, I could probably buy my next property cash and then refinance it, right? But... Uh, yeah. Christopher, give us a, give us an overview. Let us know what you're thinking from, from the, the real estate agent perspective and you're a real estate investor as well too. So let us know what you're thinking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. I really appreciate it. Alfonso. You know what, Alfonso, why don't we flip the script a little bit because uh, Travis took a little thunder, a <laughs> little, little, little bit, little bit out of my thunder uh, earlier. So uh, shout out to Travis and listen, um, Brian, I think, I think you speak a lot of truth there. So I really appreciate you going first. Uh, Okay, so so listen. Here's here's um here's the deal, Alfonso. It's it's a it's a totally different market. Okay, right now I'll tell you guys as investors, a lot of sellers are nervous. Okay, I'm just telling you that they are nervous. Why? Because it's not the feeding frenzy that it once was. All right. Now we know that the market has changed. The market has softened, and 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 here's the funny part. the news seems to catch these little news bites, and they run with it. And, and what happens is, just like the radio, you hear the same song over and over again, you hated it for the first time, but you love it now. And you, you're singing it, it's in your head. And that's the same thing with the real estate market, and especially with the news, you keep hearing the same thing over and over again. And what does that do? Well, that turns a small little, small little news bite into a big thing. So yeah, okay, so fair enough, the market's changed. Um, the real estate, I'm sorry, the 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 interest rates, the interest rates have softened the market. Now, I'll venture out to say that the market was already starting to crest a bit, okay? But guess what the government's gonna do? They're gonna say, well, hey, wait a second, you, you see what we did? That, that, that was all us, that was all us, okay? so so you got to understand now of course with the budget here um they're hoping to take a lot of credit for a lot of these things as well so um alfonso if uh, if i could i'll just jump into my presentation real quick by the way guys it's super quick it's super dirty but i just want to highlight a couple of points and then maybe what you and i can do is we can do a little uh, a question answer period if, if you're okay with that we're going to take a quick break from the show
1: are you a real estate investor or entrepreneur looking to get out there and network with some awesome people? Then the Have Your Cake and Eat It Too is a retreat you won't want to miss. Treat yourself to a three-day retreat focus on your health, wealth, and time for yourself on the site of the new luxury Inspire Beach Resort. This retreat will include live bands, great speakers, yummy food, delicious drinks, fun activities, and lots of time for networking. For more information and to get your ticket, visit www.saralarby.com.
0: And now back to the show.
2: Sounds good. And yeah, make yeah. sure, Red Club community, you get your questions into the chat as well. to Ask yeah, yeah. Uh, Christopher your questions.
0: Yeah, definitely do that. Okay, guys. So look, I'm just going to throw this up real quick. Um, I don't want to take too much time with this. Like I said, it's real quick and dirty. Um, okay. So really what I want to do is unpack this budget here for you guys real quick. Um, but uh, again, you know, Travis, you did a great job in covering this so much better than I could. And frankly, did you see all the graphics that he had? It looked real crispy, real nice. My ass garbage. But but here's, here's the point. There are a couple of good points in there. I don't agree with everything. I, I can see certain things making some sense. Um, for example the uh, the housing uh, accelerator fund so they're they're looking to put in four billion dollars And we know this point but the whole the whole deal is this it's supposed to incentivize these these um, communities these cities to create new middle class homes all right strangely and it's also to modernize build new homes create more density now Now, I love the more density bit, and I think a lot of you guys out there as investors like that as well. Now, I'll tell you what I'm doing, okay? A lot of you guys now, you're doing basement apartments or accessory apartments, whatever they call them in your community. A lot of us now are moving and gearing towards the garden suites, right? and, And I guess I love garden suites as well. I'm moving towards actually building, okay? Because I think that's the next best thing. All right. Everybody's doing the basement apartments Um, and everybody's a lot of people now are considering um, the density with the extra suite. Well, I I like I like taking down and I like building. Okay, Some of you guys might be involved in that as well. Um, But here's why I like it. It's because they I believe from what I'm seeing here that they are going to be expanding the zoning. And, and that's important. They already did that for the basement apartments or the second suites, I'm sorry, the second, the second suites. Um, I, I expect that they're probably gonna be able to do that or be doing that sort of communities uh, for um, the zoning. So maybe it doesn't need to be an R2, maybe R1 will allow you three, four units. It may not need to be such a large uh, frontage and I like that too because a lot of lots now don't have the frontage, so maybe they're going to allow that. All of these things really are unclear. We we don't know. I, I'm just I'm just kind of I'm just kind of inferring and guessing. But but you know that's to me that is uh, the direction. Okay, so there's a couple affordable housing programs and some great stuff. But here's the deal: if you guys are into bigger projects, um, they got this rental construction financing initiative. All right, now I won't get into into detail about it, but um, the point is that uh, increased, uh, construction of new rental housing by offering low interest, uh, uh, loans and mortgage insurance, which, you know, everybody loves low interest loans. Um, now there's a caveat of course, is that you got to have 40% of the units, uh, that must be at 80% of market rent or better. Now, you know, is that really something that we're looking to do? No, not particularly there's some strings attached. But honestly, if you're looking at the bigger picture, and this fits your this fits your portfolio, then this might be something that would make sense for you guys. Okay. Um, but but here's, here's the reality of it, though, guys. And and this is what um, we're seeing here in the market is and, and you know what, you speak to builders, and they'll tell you all the same thing. They'll say, well, wait a second, guys, all of this push for new housing, All of this push, but we don't have any skilled labor. We don't have the materials, right? We just don't have the supply to build all of these buildings, to build all of these rental units, to build all of these these homes, especially not all at the same time. Look, we we already have an influx of kids going to university and no trades. Trades, you know, just here, skilled labor is really on a decline. Um, We just don't have it. And, and we know, with the especially with the pandemic here, it's really exposed the fact that we just don't have the supplies. So, is this a pipe dream? Is it just you know government speak? It's tough to say today. But but I'm going with I'm going with empty promises. I'm I'm sorry that's that's kind of what I'm going with, right? I, I'm going with we just don't have the resources to make this happen. Now, I could be wrong, and often I am. But that's my belief here. And especially hearing it from a number of builders, and this is what they're saying, that we can't do this. There was talk about the multi-gen home renovation credit, and I thought that was pretty interesting. I know it's not clear yet, as far as uh, you know what's what's what, but it's a tax credit. You know, fifty thousand uh, dollars tax credit, fifteen percent gives you seven hundred seven thousand five hundred dollars back, but. You know, what's unclear? Is it, is it owner-occupied only, only? Is it for rentals? Rather, can it be for rentals? Let's define family. You know, who, who is this for? Who is a senior? You know, does it have to be a grandparent? Could it be a cousin? Could it be somebody somebody outside the family? You know, listen, we, we don't know. But keep your eye on it because I think, you know what? Hey, it might make sense. I, I like this one. I do like it. I, I, I have some some issues with it. This is the support for first time home buyers. Okay, so yes, uh, there's a tax free savings account that they're setting up now for first time home buyers specifically. You gotta be under 40, and you can save up to 40,000 tax free. Um, we know we got some information there from Travis earlier. It's like an RSP, so it's before tax money, but the good thing is it's like a TFSA when you take it out, it doesn't count against your income. So that's nice. Now you can't combine it with the home buyer's plan. All right, so we know the home buyer's plan already exists. You cannot combine both of them. You're gonna have to choose which one or the other. Um, So you're probably best to use this one first and then follow up with your TFSA, right? Um, If it's underused, if it's not used by 40, it reverts reverts to a regular RRSP. But here to me is the critical aspect because I do talk to a lot of people. And and frankly, you know what, listen, I do talk to a lot of first time home buyers, right? It's not just investors. I I have a huge portfolio of investors. But as you can imagine, new entrants into the the market are really the lifeblood of the community um, and and, and of the market itself. Um, But but here's the problem. You talk to a lot of people and they have no idea that an RRSP is not just a savings account. They tend to put their money into just a savings account without understanding that you've got to invest it in something, you know, are you investing in mortgages? You can invest in stocks, you can invest in mutual funds. Um, You can invest in crypto. Uh, I mean, you know, in an ETF format, not directly, but in an RSP, you can do a number of different things. And I find, frankly, when I talk to a lot of these new new, uh, entrants to the market, they are putting their money into a savings account and thinking that this is helping them grow their RRSP. So I, I understand that it's not it's not the way to go. And it, t- it tends to be that I have to educate them quite a lot. So is it going to help? I don't know. It's soon to be seen, I guess. I guess this is the big one here. Um, and and um, the government is talking about a homebuyer bill of rights. And this is going to affect, I believe, a lot of things here. Now, um, national plan to ban blind bidding. Now, we know that we hate going in and blind bidding. We absolutely abhorred. We hate it because I don't know what you have bid and I don't know how much I'm bidding over or under for that matter. I have not a clue. Right. So, so we hate that. Could, could I be bidding 30,000 over the last offer? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. Now the sellers love it, right? Sellers love it because, you know, they can get somebody off the street and, you know, really blow somebody else out of the water, right? Now, here's the question. Is it really going to help? You know, I mean, sounds intuitive, but is it really going to help, right? Because I'll flip to the next one here, and, and I'm just going to point out Australia. And a lot of you people kind of know where I'm going with Australia because they, they've they got an auction system where, you know, you'd be in a house <clears throat> that, you, that you want, with about, you know, who knows, 10, 15, whatever the case is, other bidders on the front lawn, and the real estate agent is holding the auction, you know, so you're going to bid on this house. And if you don't get this house, you're going to move down to two, three, four down the line, and maybe even one same day. So here's the point, though, this is a different system. I don't know that we're going to be looking at this similar system, but but it's not a blind bid in, in, in the vast majority of cases. But I don't know that you guys can see it, but residential properties have surged 23% in 2021. Australia records, strongest annual growth in home prices. Now, obviously that has been impacted by things like low interest rates, You know, just, just like we've got here, right? I mean, the pandemic has really accelerated things. But all I'm just trying to point out is they've got a different system, yet they're in the same boat as we are. So the question is, does blind bidding or the or a ban on blind bidding really help? Or again, is this just government speak, you know, something that they're gonna take credit for, but may not mean anything? All right. So just 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 bear that in mind. Um, but listen, at the end of the day, Brian told his best that that we're seeing a lot of sellers not get those offers, right? They're they're putting they're they're, they're listing low. And, and in today's market we're not seeing the same amount of feeding frenzy. We're seeing frankly um, a lot of, a lot of offer dates just just pass where they don't get the number they want and you'll see it. The next day, prices up to closer to what they're looking for. So we're finding that things are really changing in the market now you know people are now getting uh, time for a home inspection, which is nice. So but they're suggesting a legal right to a home inspection. I, I, you know what frankly, I don't mind that as an investor, I, I really don't mind that they're also saying that they're going to get access to sold data. We're going to get access to sold data. I should say you, cause I'm, I'm the agent um, and, and more transparency. So, so that's, that's nice. By the way, sold data. Some of you guys know, um, uh, what is it? Um, Health Sigma that's GTA mainly, right? So if you're going outside GTA, they don't typically have other provinces may not have that available ban on foreign buyers. You know, again, foreign buyers don't quite make up a whole lot of, uh, of the, uh, of the buyers, you know, at the end of the day, somewhere between four to 7%, it's not a huge number. So is that really going to make a difference? Is that really going to help? Again? You know, I think, I think it's the government trying to, you know, propose something, um, may not have too much of an impact, but it sounds great to the average individual. Sounds great. Ban on foreign buyers, all those Chinese, those, um, you know, I don't know. Name, 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 name where they're coming from. The UK, those guys that listen, man, you know what? Some of these guys aren't even buying homes over here. Right. Um, and, and and frankly, I, I don't think that there's a large percentage, a large enough percentage of people that are buying these homes. Again, I, I'm looking at the numbers here. But hey, you know, soon to be seen. Right. Speculation tax. We already talked about that. Uh, so I, I won't really get into that but I will tell you that that's gonna have some type of an effect, okay? Guys, understand, here, here's my perspective. I, I, I think we should have some type of an adjustment to the capital gains, okay? This is just me, my perspective. I, I think the problem is the market is so tight, people can't afford to move, people can't sell. You as investors, Brian, for example, he told us it doesn't make sense to refinance a property that he's had because he's gonna be underwater. Well, maybe he doesn't wanna sell it because he's gonna be killed with by capital gains. Maybe an adjustment to capital gains tax might actually incentivize some of us to trade properties, trade in those four greenhouses to pick up that one red hotel, right? If we could somehow alleviate the capital gains tax or roll it into another investment. Again, just my perspective, okay? But I will tell you that I believe that this uh, speculation tax will have an effect on the market. There has been a lot of flipping out there uh, just because the market has gone up so much and so quickly. So, you know, that's really what I wanted to present. And, and, and we can kind of talk about some numbers as well as to, you know, kind of market, you know, what's happening on the streets right now. I don't know the time that I've got. I almost think that I'm, I'm way over. I, I don't know. What, what, what are you, uh, what do you got? What are you thinking about Alfonso? We're going to take a quick break from the show.
1: Hey, Right Club Nation, I just wanted to take a quick moment here is Sarah Larby and I'm here with Laurel Simmons and we have some really exciting news for you. And we heard you, we heard your emails and we are going to be bringing you Right Club Nation online, coast to coast, accessible at any time of day. And you can be in your pajamas like I am right now and you can access our great content. And what is going to be that content, Laurel?
2: Well, we have videos, recordings of live events that we've held, we have webinars, we have, we'll have our podcast information up there, we'll have uh, forums and chat groups and all kinds of things. You'll even be able to find services and products that you need in your neighborhood local for you because we know how important it is that you have your local team with you. We're going to be rolling things out very quickly. And as we start, you'll see more and more stuff come along. And we really want you to join and become part of our online
1: community. Absolutely. This is the first. And in my opinion, it was going to be the best Canadian online community of real estate investors and like-minded individuals. So guys, come and grow with us. Join our online community. Register and come and say hi and check out the amazing things.
2: Yeah, and all you have to do is go to therightclub.com, and you'll find us there. It's easy to register. It's free, and hop on. We can't wait to see you there,
1: guys. Come and grow with us.
0: And now back to the show. You want me to talk? Yeah, you know, just
1: yeah, just a.
2: Well, yeah, just looking at the numbers. I know we've talked about that, you know, like you said, it's kind of crested and the government yeah. wants to take their their credit for that. Um, yeah. but you know, someone that is, you know, fairly new or looking to 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 get into real estate investing and they're coming yeah. to you and saying, okay, Christopher, what strategy? You know, what what, mm-hmm. what strategy do you recommend? What should I look at? What are what are what are some strategies of real estate investing that's gonna help me profit and get get my portfolio started? What would you say to them?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I think the old standby, the old standby, uh, multifamily units, two units are the big thing, of course. Three units and four units, I think, are really great because now you can stay within, um, you know, the residential mortgage space. Um, but some of you guys have already played that out. You know, some of you guys already have multiple units, and you might want to get into uh, the 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 larger, uh, multi-unit spaces. And, and frankly, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of uh, larger purchases like i'll be honest multi-unit i'm talking six and plus 20 unit buildings and more on fire on fire and and it's really incredible because we always thought these buildings were about numbers you know cap rate numbers that that was really what it was i don't care where the building is what it is you know as long as it made sense on the numbers front, um, but we're seeing that those properties have been going up like crazy, and frankly, I don't know that that's going to change because a lot of the larger corporate bodies, a lot of the larger organizations, and, and some of these investors who have, you know, um, done very well with their, you know, four green homes, and they're now looking to step up, they're getting into this space as well. So it's 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 really it's really crazy. But um, I, I listen, you know, for some of you smaller guys. Um, I still think the two-unit properties, uh, the Burr method. Uh, you know, shout out to Sarah and her crew because, um, listen, I know you guys are brought up on that, and frankly, I still think it works. But, but what I do love is, uh, and I'm hoping this this works in our favor, is the whole zoning um, uh, changes, and and I'm really hoping that that works well for us because some communities are yet to allow three units on one lot. Um, And who's to say, you know what, you might get four. You might get a basement out of that garden suite. I, I, you know, we don't know. That might be really, really interesting coming down the pipe.
2: Awesome, awesome. Great, uh, great, great advice. Great insights, Christopher. There's his contact information there in the chat. Thank you for joining us uh, this evening and sharing your thoughts, your insight. Uh, Definitely get in touch with Christopher at uh, smarthomechoice.ca. And uh, yeah, for for, for all your needs. And uh, he'll be sticking around for our virtual networking as well too. Uh, for some, for some Q and A. So thank you. And
0: Alfonso one, one last point to you guys uh, and Brian, you said it, you said it. So I'm going to reiterate it. Um, you guys are investors. Let's go. You know, don't, you know what? I, I know this market is going to make you pause a little bit, but you, you don't stop. Right. You, you, you're, you guys are looking for future wealth. Let's go now. Let's, you know, get you guys in gear, get, get your money, right. You know, get out there. This is the time. No one else is looking sellers are sellers are panicking let's go all right guys